Hi, beloved one. Welcome. I am Drasmin, and this is the podcast, the Human Experience Podcast. This week, I am sharing quantum insight into the shadow of being in the human experience. Now, what is the shadow? So the definition of shadow is a partial darkness or an obscurity of shape and form within a particle in space, within a part of space that is blocked from a source of light. And if you think about it, the light is coming from the sun. And then you're standing outside looking up at the sun in a safe way. And then, oh, you look back and there is a shadow behind you. How does this apply internally? Because if the light exists, the sun is there, and then our form is creating the shadow externally, then there's something going on internally as well. Because as within, so without. There's things happening inside that are known and understood and unknown and not understood. And the shadow is basically internally those aspects within self that are labeled as inappropriate or they are the darker side of the personality because they are considered by the current societal norms as negative impulses and emotions. Now, the shadow exists because of the light. So when the light comes, the shadow exists. So they exist because of and because of and for each other. So to only focus on the light, to only focus on what's easy and acceptable and um, more welcome in certain circles of society over others creates a division within self because full expression of self is not welcome. Now, some examples of the shadow are a neurodivergence. It could be uh, certain impulses and behaviors that are challenging for another being to understand. It could be a hypersensitivity. It could be a neurological deformation. It could be an anatomical um, disability. It could be a variety of things. It could be something that's physical and or mental and or emotional and or spiritual and or creative. Now, I have been doing a series on this 
podcast called The Woman's Being Story, and I have been sharing words that have been used at, towards, and about me in this form that I am in, this female form in this human timeline. And I talk there more about how words have so much power, and I dive into how specific words have created certain um, deep wells of despair that are feeding the depression and disease of our world in the current now. So if you're interested and you haven't taken a peek into those, I invite you to do so. I also just, um, I also offer here note that in some of these episodes are triggering experiences or what I have learned to be triggering experiences in this human experience. And these are experiences that are not new and have been happening for a very long time. And I am bringing them to light in the hope of empowerment and healing and wholeness of our world through solidarity and presence and empowerment. So back to today's topic and this week's share and what tarot and oracle cards would be pulled for for each of the elemental signs is the aspect of the shadow. So the shadow is not a negative or an evil thing. It's just hidden from the light. And what is creating the shadow is self. You're standing there, the light's coming in, and then there's a shadow and, oh wait, you're causing the shadow or another object is causing the shadow. And in the human experience, the shadow that we cast on ourselves and the shadow that is cast by other objects, other beings around us can get a little mixed up, especially if the child, you did not receive guidance or support or any kind of healthy uh, tools to reconcile these aspects of self. So the shadow is really the empowered energy within you that hasn't been brought to light. And it can absolutely be unlike anyone else because you are the only you. And that's ultimately the wisdom here is you are the only you, you are the one and only one who will ever have your perspectives, your experiences, your feelings, your ideas, your interpretations, you know, you are a self and you are also a self within a greater whole, just like a puzzle piece in itself complete and yet part of this greater puzzle, this greater picture that is the tapestry, the fabric, the 
image the consciousness of our being within this human experience on the earth plane with other puzzle pieces, other beings, other elements, other forms. And so every single one of us creates a shadow and we are all existing together and the shadow is often in the dark, in the unseen and is only recognized through feeling, through emotion. And yet the emotional intelligence has been greatly cut, shall I say, away from our education system. And so my intention with this week's news for each sign in the elemental zodiac wheel is to bring insight on a shadow guide, a shadow aspect that is showing up for you in this current now that is not allowing you to progress into greater joy, greater states of bliss. And that is ultimately the whole point of working with the shadow and reconciling these quote unquote negative and positive aspects of you. And all right, there are definitely qualities that exist that are extremely challenging and difficult to understand and navigate. And there is always a lens to look at self from another person's perspective as well. So it's about when we coexist in this world together taking ownership of self, recognizing where we have created our own shadows, recognizing where we have taken on other people's perceptions of us and labels ultimately of self and made that a reality that is not true. And this leads to just greater courage, greater security within self, greater understanding and love for self and thus for another because love begins from within when we love ourselves we are more able to love beings around us in that space of unconditional healthy love and when we are feeling grounded and connected and love and loved we can then thrive and exist be in the human experience in greater states of bliss not to say that pain and challenge is going to go away but when we have awareness accountability and acceptance and then that ripples out and grows into a community of loving acceptance what a beautiful way we can exist in the world honoring of both the light and shadow so that is my brief insight intuitive and from years of experience doing shadow work into what the shadow is and i will close this brief share and switch over into the individual shadow guides for each sign of, in the zodiacal wheel with sharing my shadow elements that I have discovered and continue to empower within me. Now I will 
share three to keep this brief. So my first is joy, interestingly enough. And joy for me is something that was suppressed as a child. I was not well received, shall I say, for finding so much humor and joy in life. I was misinterpreted as making fun of another being when that from my sight as a child and often as an adult as well is not to laugh at the other being but simply because I'm seeing a hilarity in this experience that is childlike in nature that is just innocent that's just choosing to laugh at the absurdity of being in the human experience and how impermanent everything is and I've always understood this from remembrance that everything is impermanent here one moment gone the next and pain is extremely real absolutely and there are moments to pause and be in reverence of pain of grief and sorrow and to honor the feelings that come up within self and within another and there is laughter and joy and pleasure in being in the human experience and I did not have the words to express this as a young child because I was born in the human experience and wasn't born with the way I speak now it's been years in cultivation and clearing away the rubble within myself of what is true joy and what is insult in the guise of joy. My second shadow that I share with you is this whole idea of being a martyr. And martyr is about self-sacrificing, sacrificing my joy in this case, or sacrificing my authenticity, which, you know, that inadvertently led to creating this idea within me that I had to sacrifice an aspect of myself that brought me joy, which just ironically happens to be also joy, in order to have love, attention, in order to have my needs met, in order to um, just be in the human experience within the company of other beings. And it ended up creating sacrifice of many relationships as I continued to mature in this form and not intentionally it was just my own internal imbalance and not giving from a place of my authentic joy that created the collapse and end and so martyrdom always ends in death in this case, a death of an old identity that believed I had to sacrifice an aspect of my joy or my core values in order to be accepted and received. And that is ultimately what the path of shadow work is, the 
whole point of looking at these experiences and stories that come up that are very real, whether they are in this timeline or a different timeline, they're very real for you. And there are other beings that involved that are involved as well, often more often than not just looking at these experiences and seeing the gift and seeing and taking responsibility for, Ooh, I actually made that choice against my better judgment, recognizing where we are accountable for self, where we release this chain of anger within another, with another being by holding on to resentment and pain by not forgiving, you know, forgiving self or holding on to that and just letting it go. Karma, laws of nature, life itself is ever working on balance. And so if there's ill will that has been done to you and yes, there is some vile evil that has happened in this world. Forgiveness is more importantly for self. And if you so choose for another, it is not something that you have to do. And that's a guilt. You know, guilt is another shadow of having to do something out of some one else's perspective of what obedience looks like and so forth. So coming back to that, martyrdom is about self-sacrifice, sacrificing self, looking at that shadow of self-sacrifice, tracing that through this lifetime, through past lifetimes, has helped me realize and come back to that state of empowerment where I can now share with you my path of shadow work and how I have come through that in different podcasts not in this one so my third shadow that I wish to share with you is um, how do I so it's not a word it's more of a fear of expression and um, the sh as I'm speaking right now I'm recognizing that this is an aspect the fear of sharing my books and my writings and if you have been following my work for a while i recently published my first book i've had some courses released in the past year so it's taken a lot of internal work to be able to share these teachings with you and share these practices with you and share my personal stories and my books with you because it's not my first time writing them or even my second, it's my third attempt. My first set of writings, all of them were um, set on fire when I was in my mid-teens. My second set of writings that I then immediately rewrote everything down because it was fresh in my mind uh, disappeared <laughs> three years later, three years after the burning incident, all of my journals and all of my writings disappeared and no idea what happened to them. It's been a decade and a half at least since that happened. And so when my path reawakened me to my gift of writing and sharing and, um, teaching, I, had to really face this fear of my work being burnt or being stolen disappeared like and 
I'm so blessed to be able to share my words with you because I have also many wounds in past lives. So these are my three personal examples that felt called to be shared that I wanted and chose to share with you today to give you a little more insight into my I am presence and how I have empowered certain shadow elements in my life to come to this point where I share with you what the shadow is, how to work through it, and some examples of how the shadow might show up in your life, as well as some personal examples. The final point to note here is about the shadow guide reading that now follows. I am reading the energies for a collective zodiac sign within the present collective energy. Yet whenever you discover this reading is exactly when it is meant for you. Now this is a collective reading which means that some or all of the messages may resonate with you. The clarity and empowerment practices shared here are meant to be an introduction to a shadow aspect within your consciousness, yet more than likely it is not the complete picture. So if you would like to dive deeper into your shadow work and receive a personalized reading on the shadow guide that is most relevant to you in the current now, please explore my shadow guide reading offering on my website and the links for that are in the podcast description box. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the energies for Capricorn. The decks used for the Shadow Guide Weekly Muse is the Witch's Tarot, the Spirit's Song Tarot, and Archetypes. To see a picture of the cards and a summarized text recap of today's reading, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at magicunlocked.dm That's M-A-G-I-C-K U-N-L-O-C-K-E-D dot D-M. Also, if my message resonates with you and you appreciate my I am presence, I invite you to follow and even subscribe to my channel as well as share it with others you feel would benefit from these quantum insights. Your support is deeply received and also greatly helps my content reach more beings. So thank you again in advance. Now Capricorn, the shadow guide for you is represented by goddess from archetypes. Now goddess is the feminine energy that is expressed through wisdom, through sensuality, through physical grace and it is the wisdom of nature that works through you in a way that 
is very soft and gentle and yet a force to be reckoned with. And regardless of what gender you might take, your feminine energy is much stronger. And so perhaps if you are male bodied, this could be extra challenging for you because in the current society, we are in a construct that the masculine needs to be strong and sensitivity is frowned upon in most male circles. And so how this shadow archetype shows up is the exploitation of the feminine nature. So that means that uh, is in self-indulgence, in um, being overly masculine to the point of toxic masculinity because you are striving to mask this sensitivity and gentleness within you. It could also play out as selfishness or self-indulgence. It could play out as not listening to the feminine in your lives or the feminine within you, which ultimately mirror back and forth. And how this is showing up for you, Capricorn, is represented in the tarot by the page of pentacles clarified by the two of crystals so pentacles and crystals are the same element of earth so the page the two is about decisions and the page is about someone who has the knowledge and hasn't got the experience and so how this is showing up for you is that you have a tendency Capricorn it seems to not trust the choices that you make for yourself because you have this idea that you don't have enough experience with your own self to express yourself but the thing is, the only way you're going to get experience is by taking action, which is where the masculine energy comes in. And so the way to empower this is showing up with the number 13, the tarot, which is the death card in this deck. It is the Lord of Shadows, which I find highly relevant and I'll get to in a moment, clarified by the Ace of Cups. So it's telling me that Ace of Cups is the beginning of emotional happiness and contentment. It's security within the heart space. So the way to empower the shadow is to really start trusting your feminine nature. I talked about how this card in this deck is called the Lord of Shadows. And what I'm seeing is there is a figure dressed in all black and there's a butterfly right above her. And she's looking from behind a tree at what appears to be a masculine and a child. So there is a disconnect. All right. There's a disconnect between your feminine and your masculine energy. Your feminine energy is in the shadow, right? Which we just discovered. The goddess is showing up as the shadow archetype. Now, I'll be honest, when this came out, I had to take a moment to look at your cards before I started this reading because I was like, this is confusing me. And then it became clear once all the cards came out. So 
this Lord of the shadows, the wording here is what's really highlighting and speaking to me right now is the feminine energy has become the masculine in the background telling you that it's not safe to be in your feminine power. And what you need to realize is that voice is actually the voice of your feminine who has gotten lost in the construct of the experience of being through your life and all the experiences you have gone through that have created this idea that it's not safe or it's not strong or it's not acceptable to be this sensual wise uh, force of nature that is so um, giving and graceful and uh, compassionate you know the goddess energy is the energy of benevolent love right it's the energy of unconditional love and with this card here the number 13 as the way to empower that the 13 is the number of death you need to completely let go of this idea and this uh, mental program that you have somehow created within yourself by accepting all of these distorted beliefs that it's not safe for your feminine to be well the feminine that's within you right now is an aspect that needs transformation and the way you do that is by experimenting by choosing to just let the mind go right Capricorn I hear that that could be challenging as a fixed earth sign like what you're telling me to let go of the cliff yes that's exactly what I'm saying let go of the cliff and trust that the wings of your grace are going to help you fly that the trust by trusting that calling of your heart that wants to come out and play and experience life that is going to bring you the joy and the contentment that you're desiring to have within your life. That's going to bring you the peace and personal fulfillment. And then the gift that I see of empowering the shadow is the high priest. Now, the number five, the high priest is clarified by the six of crystals, which is the card of balanced give and take. It's the card of symbiosis of your masculine and feminine energies. And the five is a major card, which symbolizes the principle of empowered masculinity that works in the subconscious. And that's ultimately what you're doing by empowering the feminine in the physical form. The masculine is behind the scenes offering that wisdom because ultimately we all have the masculine and feminine energies and most beings are more comfortable with one or the other that does not make that energy greater or lesser it just means that uh, the being is more comfortable embodying a certain energy regardless of sex and so by just letting this idea go that the feminine needs to just hide in the shadows and be the masculine no, the feminine can come out and be the feminine and the masculine can also have their time and place and they can find that harmony together. And the only way you're going to discover how that looks like for you 
is by taking action, by making that decision to no longer be disempowered and to take back your power and to embody that wisdom and that grace and that beauty that you are and that you reflect of life itself. The card that wraps up your reading is the Knight of Crystals, the Crystals card. Again, the pentacles comes in, the earth element. The Knight is about taking action, which is what I've been talking about. Taking action to empower that sensuality, that femininity, that uh, gentleness, that fierce uh, grace within you. And through that, you will discover a greater strength within you, a deeper sense of endurance, a stronger determination and desire to live and create a life that is more in alignment with your sensual, sensitive nature that is safe to be within the wholeness of your being. Thank you again for joining me. I am Drasmin, and it has been my absolute pleasure to channel these messages for you. As a friendly reminder, if you have not done so already, I invite you to follow and even subscribe to my channel as well as share it with others you feel would benefit from these quantum insights. Until next time, blessed be.